Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, it's like we were just here. I love this. I'm Trinity <laughs> Wheeler here with Alan Shaw and Mary Beth Hi, guys. Anderson. Happy to be here. Welcome back. Today we're here for another episode of our box building series called The Right Customer. These are so fun to, I love get, recording to talk these. about box building. I just love, I get so excited. <laughs> I get, I do, especially with you two. It's fun. I love it because it's stuff that we talk about all the time and we were like, let's write 10 articles about these 10 things that we yes. talk about. So let's share these things that we talk about offline. Mary Beth and Allen and I like, worked on, you know, articles and then we were like, well, might as well do a accompanying podcast episode with each of them. Yeah. yeah. Go in a little more depth. You can check out more about box building at boxbuilding.com. Our previous episodes have included mission, core values, knowing your role, building the A team, speaking the hard truth, test assistant, keys to the kingdom. And our last episode was make it shine. But we are here today to talk about the right customer. Which oh. I could talk about <laughs> all day. For long. days. For days. For days. Yeah. So when you're starting your business, your first instinct is to take what you can get. Yeah, you Any, want the parking lot full. Absolutely. You All know, money's green. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. But what I think, you know, we've learned over time, and I know Mary Beth, you know, you work with a lot of different businesses, and I think it's probably the same, is that the wrong customer ends up never being worth it. Amen. And then the right customer is priceless. Amen. And so how do you get to where you know exactly who your customer is, and how do you target that customer? And for us, it's really been about, you know, we have our, our, our core values that we've, we've really sown into our staff, into our community, all the way throughout our business. And we said, why stop there? Why not apply that to our customer? Mm-hmm. Because if your customer fits that and fits those core values, they're with you. Yeah. I think it's to... Simple, not easy. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to know thyself. If you know who you are and you know what you're doing and you know what you're about, then it's going to be a lot easier to understand and recognize who you want to attract. Yeah. Absolutely. So when, when I see, and, and again, listen, like I've been there. I know y'all have been there when you first open your doors and you, you do, you want the parking lot full, you know, you're, you're trying to make it. And so there really is this sense of anyone who's interested in what I'm doing, come on in, mm-hmm. but you recognize very quickly and, and you'll feel it. I think before you see it in action, mm-hmm. when someone comes into the fold and they're out of alignment, mm-hmm. Yeah, some are more obvious than others, but all of that to say is at the end of the day, not only will those misaligned clients or customers cost you in dollars, Mm -hmm. but the emotional drain, the energy and the distraction that comes with them, you cannot afford. You Uh, cannot afford. Yeah. I, uh, that's a perfect segue. Um, the amount of nights that I've lost sleep on, uh, members that just, I could not make happy. Because I was trying to um, fit a square peg into a round hole, 
yes. when it came to the right customer versus the, I, it took me so long to get to a point in my head to where I needed to see the membership as I want to have the right people in this space because one wrong person will make, will cost you three good people. Yeah. Because they and become poison really, and toxin. They, they Toxic, do. yeah. Um, and, and I think that, you know, we're talking about this in the in the context of bad behavior or mm-hmm. toxic nature or difficulty. Like mm-hmm. but I think the there's also something to be said. You know, those those people are pretty easy to recognize. That, yeah. you know, the trick will be acting on it. The trick will be making the decision of, no, I see you over there yeah. and I'm not going to let you into my life. Right. Yeah. But the, the less obvious I think is when someone just isn't synced, they're not, al- they're not aligned. Mm-hmm. So what, what you'll find is that that's, that's, that misalignment is often slight. And so you're going to spend a lot of time and energy. It's square peg round hole but trying to fit your business to suit them. Yeah. And that doesn't make them bad, but yeah. it just, that's not energy spent in the right direction. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's really important to know who you are, to know who you are as an owner, to know who you are as a business, and also for your team to know who you are. Yeah. 1, you know, and, and what, what you all stand for. So that, that goes back, you know, to, earlier things that we've talked about, mission, core values, and really buying in and owning those things. And not them just being words. Totally. Mm-hmm. They are they are your driving force yeah. behind everything that you do. Because if you do that, as a business owner, it makes everything easier in the long run, especially when you have to have co- hard conversations with people. Because mm-hmm. those hard conversations are just reiterating what the standard is, what our core values are, and what our mission is here. And if they're not in line with that, it's an easy conversation to have. Yeah. It's because you're like, well, this, these are the rules of the road. Mm-hmm. And right now we're not aligned with those rules. So if you're able to align with those, great. We would love to have you here. If not, there's the door. Right. And they make space for someone. <clears throat> they make space for someone that is perfect for your business. Yeah. Exactly. And that goes back to the, the cost point. Yeah. Is that, you know, time is your finite commodity. Um, so if you are spending your time, precious time, energy, money mm-hmm. on trying to keep someone in the fold who isn't a fit, mm-hmm. not only is that in the wrong direction, which we've discussed, but it also means that you are unable to hold space for someone you may be really excited to work with. So just understand that, that this decision compounds yeah. and if it's not going in the right direction, it's, it's costing you a lot more than you think, you know, and, and I th- going back to the know thyself point, one of the exercises that we do with front and center clients, and it's one of my favorites is in addition to having the client go through and, and talk through, you know, who they are, what they're doing, what they want. I have them put together profiles for their three to five ideal clients. And I find of all the things that we do, Mm -hmm. that is often the hardest work for them. Yeah. But it's also the most telling and rewarding. Insightful. Insightful. Because I think part of it is simply if you're 
picturing what you want, if you're picturing that person you want to work with, mm -hmm. it has a way of manifesting it even subconsciously because you're just, everything that you're doing is speaking directly to that ideal person you want to attract. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think the, the second part is that it just makes it a lot easier to recognize who you want to partner with and who you want to collaborate with. And then the third benefit is that I think it takes a lot of stress and anxiety out of the, the competition oh, risk. Yeah. Because if you know exactly who you want, yeah. you're less distracted or less concerned about what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Because you, you start to see like, okay, maybe they're in a similar space or a similar industry, right. but they're going after someone who looks like this and that's all well and good, but that's not who I want to work with. Totally. So it yeah. really has a way of not only focusing your intention, but calming the nerves. Absolutely. And, and then with that client, remember, you both need to establish what you want to accomplish together. Yes. You know, we do that with every person that walks through our door. You know, we had, we set goals and we said, you know, in this next quarter, let's, let's, let's work on this together and let's try to accomplish something so that you have a shared common goal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're going to get the most value out of what you do and what you have to offer. So that's another point as well, is that yeah. if, if you really want your, your business, your service, your offering to, to provide the utmost value, you're only going to get that by partnering with the ideal client. You right. know, it's interesting too, because <clears throat> a lot of times people can take what we're talking about and sort of uh, say, okay, well then what happens in the customer service sphere? Like, how do you, where's the line, right? Where's mm -hmm. the line between giving exceptional customer service to the people that are interacting with your business and then getting to a point where it's like, well, I'm never going to make you happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's hard for people. And it's been hard for me as a, as an owner, because I am a, I, I do want to please every person that comes in contact sure. with Rhapsody. But what I've been, uh, in the last, at least the, especially the last year after the, after the blip and after everything that's happened, it's helped me double down on being like, no, I know what Rhapsody stands for. I know what the core values are. I know what my standard is. I know the type of product and the level of product that we are giving. And if people want to interact with that, that's the customer. Those are the standards that I'm going to go off of in my, in regards to my customer service, anything that goes beyond that in the way of trying to change that. If somebody's trying to change that or trying to engage it with it in a different way, I'm just going to be like, maybe Rhapsody is not the best fit. Cause we right. always say, you know, CrossFit's for anyone that wants to do it, but not everyone, yes. right? Not everyone is going to, to engage and like CrossFit. Anyone can do it, but not just everyone is going to be a right fit for Rhapsody. Absolutely. And, and I think that, you know, my experience is when I look back on front and center's history and the clients, Rhapsody included, that, you know, I, I adore and are best aligned with what front and center is about, I've gotten as much as I've given yeah. because you, you build this relationship and you build this trust with the ideal client and not only does it naturally elevate the standard of service and, and offering that you're providing, mm -hmm. 
But I find those clients have also helped direct me to go after some, some evolutions in my business that I hadn't initially thought of, or I wasn't confident that, that that was a, a space I wanted to play in, but they, they inspired me to do it. They asked me to do it. Mm. And because they were right. Yeah. And I was motivated to grow with them and evolve with them. My business grew and, and evolved as well. Ooh, we just elevated this conversation because we just recently started to do real member feedback through surveys. Mm -hmm. doing a member survey and getting feedback from our membership. And, you know, there's obviously a filter there, right? Sure. Because, you know, all we want to, the right customer, I want, I want to get the feedback from the right customer, Yeah. right? You know, there's, and that's, that's really important because that feedback, like you said, you get as much out of it as you're giving to them. Absolutely. And I love that. I yeah. Love that. And now that's a, that's the long game. But just understand it goes back to it goes back to that cost analysis, right? right. Mm -hmm. um, and and so maybe we, you know, kind of turning more towards the the value of the right customer. I think that is an unsung value yeah. that will come over time, is that it becomes this two-way conversation and they will challenge you to grow in good directions. Yeah. Yeah. And we really boil this down to four reasons to know who your customer is and how to stick to them. Mm -hmm. And we've covered this. Number one, it, the wrong customer will cost you, will cost you in dollars, emotional and efforts. Yes. Best believe. Best. <laughs> best believe. Best believe. Just understand that. Two, we said like attracts like. The right customer will Ooh. set the tone for your community. Mm -hmm. So once you start with your, I call them, you call them profiles, I call them target personas. Um, you know, you what your ideal customer is. Once you start to build that community, mm -hmm. it's going to multiply. Yes. And those people will bring, you know, I can tell you, Rhapsody has a bit of a bohemian misfit feel to the business. It's delightful. <laughs> and that is our bread and butter customer. That is our right customer. But you can also boil it down to the people that are coming into the gym, uh, 75 to 80% of the people in our gym are people who have been referred to us by other members. Yes. Completely. And it's like, well, that's good. That like yeah. attracts a like, like it's, it's going down the line. Yeah. yeah. People Which, bring their people. Right. Yeah. And it's important to know, I love the like like um, attracts like, because as you begin to expand and open additional locations, you know, we've been made several offers to go into areas that just didn't feel like us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it, it, it's, you know, we're not a, you know, super high end neighborhood, you know, vibe, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we kind of have that <clears throat> New York, we would say downtown feel to it, you know? And, and, and so as we begin our, like, we need to, we need to get people in the gym that are not afraid to try to climb a rope yeah. or get chalk around and get a little dirty, get a little dirty, yeah, get you know, a little, dirty. Kinda, little scrappy, little, little, little yeah. edge mover to shakers, it. little yeah. edge. Yeah. Sure. And so, you know, there are certain areas and cities that that fit, you know, just doesn't work to us. Mm -hmm. There are others that were like, oh, wow, this is really exciting because profile wise, it aligns with who our ideal customer is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, number three, having a strong sense of self and knowing your right customer makes having hard conversations and cutting losses easier. If you establish who you are as a business and what you stand as a business and what your staff stands for, mm -hmm. it is 
you can literally with our business identify someone that's not going to work out in less than 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There so are no surprises sure. of people that come in that are, you know, skeptical or shy or timid. And over time they buy in and they get it. And you're like, that's a real win. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, you know, immediately. I, I, I'm, there's just not you do. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's li- uh, and I've gotten really good at. It. I'm like, oh, they walk in. And I'm like, don't know if this is gonna work, but okay. And mm-hmm. I, I still give it the best, you know, college try. What is it, college try? The good know. old college. The try. good old college try um, to to really show them who, who and what we're about. Um, but yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, and it just helps to manage emotions because you have a clarity, and and it doesn't mean that you still don't you know, give it the college try or show up at your best, but it protects your, your emotions around what otherwise you would see as a missed opportunity. Cause you're like, no, that just wasn't for me. That wasn't my fit. You know, actually I I will say to, um, being an entrepreneur and being a business owner, like it is very emotional. And I think (laughs) no matter what, even if you do have those interactions, you it gets when you know who and what you're about that level that time between oh it didn't work and on to the next that gets shortened yeah over time point. right like in the beginning yeah. you're you don't get crushed but uh, yeah you get crushed you because get you're crushed. like i need to pay rent and like i need like yeah. i want i want us to be successful and then after you know over time if you just keep doubling down on who you are those moments when you're like oh man that didn't work out well, it's that that time really shortens. Then you're like, okay, uh, but this is who we are, and then we move forward into the next. Right, because you've learned to trust yourself. Because the emotion is still really important. Yeah. Because the once the motion the emotion goes, then it's like okay, then yeah. you never want it to not be personal. Perfect. So that's yeah, not absolutely one hundred percent. And also, you just get to the point to where you're not going to apologize. For what you do. Mm, yeah. I love the unapologetic theme. You know? Yeah. It's one of it's my like, words for 2021. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's, you know, I mean, you know, I, Alan sometimes calls me a monster, you know, because I'm just like. Uh, I don't call you yeah, a you monster. Do. Yeah, you do. It and I don't call you a monster. You and <laughs> it, it's just about, you know, I, I, I'm very confident. Let's, yeah, let's put that in the context. I, I, I it's a shark. Not a monster, but yeah, a shark. Yeah, it's, it's one and the same kind of. And, you know, it's. it's, it's <laughs> no, that, sharks are docile. It's that I, I, I really believe in our product. I really believe in what we do. And when someone doesn't align with that, to me, it's like, let's just move on. Yeah. You know, and that, that goes for a customer and also with your team. Yes. You yeah. Know. I'm like a snapping turtle. Oh my gosh. You're you know? so precious. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a turtle, but then I can, I'm also a snapping turtle. <laughs> so like right in the center, <laughs> you know, oh, oh, that visual will stay with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next time I'm up a rope, I'm just going to picture a snapping turtle. I'm just at the bottom. <laughs> Stay up there, <laughs> And I'm, I, I guess, I, you know, I'm just cruising for the next meal. So, <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've learned a lot about each other in yes. this session. Yes. Like this and, is a therapy I, session. It really is. And then I think the last point, and again, it's it's one of my favorites, is that knowing the right customer make knowing the right customer makes competition less scary mm-hmm. because it helps you be confident in your uniques. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're, we're in like most cities. I mean, we're, we're from New York city. So, you know, there is a form of fitness pretty much on every block in Manhattan. Yeah. And it, it's funny here 
you know, the people will say, hey, this gym's opening up over here. What do you think about that? You know, they want to get our thoughts on it. And to us, it's like. I was like, uh-huh. It okay. doesn't, it like, so like, <laughs> it is so like out of our radar mm-hmm. because, and I come back to, we know who we are. Yeah. We know what we do. And yeah. we know who the right customer is for us. Yeah. And, you know, in the fitness world, like I say, there's gyms everywhere. But well, what, are, what do they say that, you know, the if you are if you are distracted by comparison, you're not able to elevate your own personal experience because you're so distracted by what other people are doing that you're not focusing on who you are as a person and and really elevating your life in general. Yeah, it's right? interesting to see because, you know, you, you can definitely identify businesses that are nervous of competition because they are constantly trying to mimic or copy or compare themselves to other businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see it. You see it on their social. You see, oh, they're doing that now because that other place is doing that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just best to, like, leave all that at the door, be true to yourself, and yeah. own who you are. Wow. I, <laughs> I will shock new clients because I refuse, I, I refuse to entertain what your competition is doing. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, and, and it's just, it's a muscle like anything else. You know, you, you've got to, you've got to learn the hard way, get your wrist slapped a couple of times, but do not bring that to a conversation with me. Yeah. I do not care what your, your competition is doing Yeah, and nor should you. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Guys, this, Ooh, is, this, this was fun. This oh, is a good one. I like it. I did, yeah. <laughs> So on our next and final, can you believe the final in the 10-part series of box building? I'm excited for this one. It's called Adaptivate, we Mm. call it. And it's about adapting and innovating. Um, If you enjoy this episode, click follow or subscribe below. And always remember to give us that five-star review if you would. It helps us reach new audience members. And you can engage with us on Instagram at Rhapsody Radio Show or email us at info at RhapsodyRadio.com. We'll be back in two weeks. Stay safe out there and we'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Uh